refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, it is Woman Crush Wednesdays and wow, do I have a girl for you. Max Jackson has been touring nationally with idol Gina Jeffries. She has a number one debut album and viral songs into the multi-millions. It's a long way from the tiny country town of Canamble, New South Wales, where Max is from. This small town country girl is on quite the ride and has no intention of slowing down. Max, welcome to The Juice. Hey, Louise, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Now, look, I know that it's radio and people can't actually see you, but, uh, you know, you have immediately such an awesome vibe about you and you're so full of life and energy and happiness. It's an absolute pleasure to have you today. So what I wanted to do was delve a little bit into your music journey. So it started Mm -hmm. for you quite young, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And P.S., thank you very much for your kind words. (laughs) I um, did start very young. I was basically just a very overly energetic and kind of just over-the-top child and my mum wanted to get me into doing something and we we lived in a small country town, like you said, Canamble, and I just loved watching the big, famous Australian country music artists who would come to town. So I used to go and sit in the front row of their shows and look up and just wish to be like them and now I get to stand up on stage myself. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So yeah, as you say, small country town and, you know, you were lucky that you had those experiences to be able to see those guys live. Um, Mm -hmm. So how did it all start for you? Did you start with lessons? Did you, were you singing around the house? How did it, how did it sort of come about? Yeah, pretty much singing around the house. And then basically in Canamble, there's not many like lessons and things that you couldn't can go imagine to. there would be. <laughs> there wasn't, but I have actually found an amazing, or my mum found me an amazing elocution teacher. So I learned to recite poems basically. And yeah. it was like fairy poems at first, because I think I was three or four years old and I would be up on stage reciting them. And then I started to actually sing them. And my teacher said to my mum, oh, did you know that Max can sing quite well? And, you know, I'd be happy to teach her a little bit of singing at her lessons too. And that just went from there. And basically we moved out of that small country town when I was 10 years old, moved to uh, Newcastle and everything has just gone from there. There's so many incredible opportunities here in Newcastle for music and I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely there is. I mean, yeah, we are very lucky here um, that there is so many amazing opportunities and the standard here is so high as well uh, mm-hmm. for being a regional town. Uh, you know, they sort of say if you can crack it in Newcastle, you can pretty much crack it anywhere because, yeah, our standard is so high with the amount of like talent that we have here. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. So you moved to Newcastle, 10 years old, continued your training. So yes. how do we get from that to where we are now? Yeah, so pretty much I was going to these little weekly country music nights and jumping up and singing and I met some incredible people through that. I was actually going to a teacher named Lynn Botel, who's very oh, well known around yeah, Newcastle. Bella, Bella, yes, love it. <laughs> Bella, one of the best bands of all time, girl band, girl power. And yep. I went to Lynn for a long time and then when I was 17, I actually entered a talent quest called the Brand New Star Competition, which was very out of character for me because I'm not really 
a kind of a competition person, but I went in it because Gina Jeffries was actually judging it. Oh, and yes. I was lucky enough to take out that title. And it meant that I got one-on-one mentoring with Gina and also a recording with my now producer, Rod McCormack. So that was I can't even count in my head, but about 12 years ago now. They are like a country music powerhouse, those two names. And uh, I was such a fan of Gina Jeffries. I used to I used to love her music and singing around and she is just such an inspiration to young girls and women. Uh, so mm-hmm. it must have been an amazing thing to actually be under her wing, like, you know, benefit yeah. from her mentorship. Absolutely. It was a dream come true. Like I was just incredibly nervous because I'd looked up to her for so long, but I just remember the first day that I walked into my lesson with her and I just felt like, honestly, I said to her, I just felt like my soul knew her soul from another life or something. And we have just been so close. Like I think of her as another mom or a sister or soul sister, whatever it is, but she taught me a lot of things that have really shaped who I am as a person as well. Like a lot of, she's very into some spiritual things and just really teaching you how to believe in yourself and how to actually get to that next level. So not only is she an incredible artist in her own right, but she's just amazing at inspiring other people to do the things that they love. Yeah. And there is nothing like women inspiring women. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's such a, it comes from such a giving place. And I always sort of say that uh, when we have knowledge or we have talent or we have a skill uh, that is a privilege but it's also an equal responsibility to share that with the next generation Mm -hmm. and it really sounds like uh, Gina is that person for you and how fortuitous that you enter a competition not really your jam take it out and meet this amazing mentor that has guided you through your career. Yeah it really is I I often think about it and I think well you know what made me Uh, go for it was literally that she was judging it and I just obviously had known in my heart that there was something that was going to be great there and now you know 12 years on and we still have a weekly song write every single week for a few hours on a Thursday and we we just catch up all the time and and she still mentors me uh, every single week so amazing amazing so music wise now you had a release in 2020 challenging year to release (laughs) oh tell me about it I know I released my debut album yeah in February last year and it was right before the entire world closed down basically but I was actually lucky enough to get in a little launch here in Newcastle which was fantastic had a little show there that sold out and that was really cool but you know at the end of the day I think that a lot of people turned to music to keep them happy throughout lockdown and I was lucky that a lot of people turned to my album and it made them happy as well so I was really grateful for that. Absolutely. Now when we come back after the break we're going to talk about there is a lot more to Max than just the music and I am excited to delve into what she also brings to the table uh, apart from her music and through her music. So we will catch up with Max. We will be right back here on The Juice. We are back with Max Jackson, Newcastle's very own songbird. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Louise. I'm so happy to be here. Now, look, what I wanted to delve into next, we've we've talked about your music journey and and how you uh, have that has all come to fruition. But a really important thing that you do is that you help 
particularly other sisters, out with uh, mental health issues. And you're quite vocal about your struggle with your mental health issues and how you bring that to your music. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I kind of plucked up the courage, I think, first to talk about it when I was writing for my album and the title track of my album is called Life of the Party. And although you might hear that and think, oh, this girl loves the party, it's actually about the opposite. And the lyric is actually, well, I'd rather die than be the life of the party. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people who I really uh, am quite a bit, uh, quite a homebody, but I have suffered for a long time with anxiety. And I remember, I think back about my childhood and speaking about mental health wasn't a thing that people did back mm. then. And I didn't even know that the feelings that I was feeling were actually actually had a name basically so I didn't know that I was experiencing anxiety or those times where you know I couldn't pluck up the courage to walk through a door or go and speak to someone even though in my mind I really wanted to like I really wanted to talk to that person but there was just something that was like a wall in front of me that I just kept hitting and I couldn't get past it and the older I've gotten I've realized that you know the more we talk about this kind of stuff the more we realize that we're not alone. And I, I thought I was alone for a long time in these feelings. So I wrote that song, Life of the Party. And since I've started to share my story and like you said, be vocal about it on my social media and things like that, I've actually, you know, found this little community. Well, it's getting into a big community of people who feel the same as me and have experienced the same things as me. And I've had people come up to me at shows, you know, with shaking hands and say, I feel like you told my story in that song. And that for me is like the biggest win. Yeah, absolutely it is. And it's um, it's a privilege, but it is something that is so important to talk about. And you know, when you're experiencing anxiety or you're just you're experiencing depression, you can feel like it's only you that you're mm-hmm. incredibly alone. And so, mm-hmm. what you're doing through your music and through your messaging is actually bringing these people together that can go me too. And that is an amazing moment when you realise that you actually aren't alone. Absolutely. Yeah. So bringing those people together and them reaching out to you is just such a beautiful thing and makes, you know, your success with music just so much more meaningful because you are actually, I mean, we talk about music changing lives all the time by, by its very nature, but you are actually changing lives by opening up this conversation around Mm -hmm. anxiety and, and normalizing it so you know and you're beautiful you're successful you've got everything going for you and I guess people who haven't experienced that would go oh well what's she got to be anxious about like she's killing it you know but it actually is a, a real hurdle and something that is always there it's ever present and I think mm-hmm. you talked about um, in in some chats that I've seen of you before uh, that you actually kind of have two personalities you don't have split personality disorder but you have no. <laughs> you have two personalities and that's sort of um, one of your mechanisms for actually um, you know overcoming your anxiety when it when it might take over. Yeah, totally. So I always think about it like, you know, one one part of me, the anxious part or the one who wants to stay home can stay home and and the Max Jackson who gets up on stage really gets dressed up, she goes out and she thinks, you know what, like I'm going to share something today that's going to change somebody else's life and I'm going to share my story and just get up and do it. And I think as well, like when you do something that you love, the if you love it so much that you couldn't 
think about your life without it, then I think you have to do it, you know, regardless of the feeling. And sometimes I explain it like it's just like ripping off a (laughs) Band-Aid. So instead of like going slow, you just got to rip it off and just like run out on stage and then deal with the the, the split second of the feeling of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. And now it's like, now there's people looking at me and there's actually people in that audience who I can share my story and make them feel less alone. Then it's like things start to fade all of a sudden. And I don't, I don't even know how I got to the point where I did that in the first place, but I'm so glad that I just ripped the bandaid off and just did it because I'm like, I can't imagine my life without being on stage and without uh, singing, even though it seems like a crazy profession to choose when you suffer with anxiety, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and that that putting on the different hats is, um, you know, is is such a great mechanism. And you know, I even talk about it that you know, in my in my job, like obviously talking on the radio or performing or teaching or whatever I'm doing, uh, you know, that that is a hat. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the the Louise that you know, is is really Louise likes to stay at home on the lounge and um yeah. you know, just just is very comfortable with their own company. So, yes. you know, having those hats um is is an incredible thing. And I did read something a little while ago and it was um it was about leaning in to those yeah. uncomfortable feelings that growth doesn't sit in comfort. But it says that you have a five second window when something pops into your head and you go, should I do this? You have a five second window to jump on it before your mm-hmm. brain will talk you out of it. And Absolutely. yeah, and I can just imagine that before you go on stage in that five second window, your choice is to go, I'm leaning into this. I'm doing it. Yeah. And Absolutely. Yeah. And you've had so much joy and got so much back from the people who have connected with your story because yeah. you did that. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I've found some really good coping mechanisms as well. I always, before I go on stage, I just really slow down my breathing mm-hmm. and I close my eyes and I take some deep breaths and things like that. Sometimes I dance like crazy to the song that's playing before I walk out because I just have to distract myself backstage because I'm like, if I think about this too much, I'm going to go, uh-uh, I ain't walking on there. And then that's not going to be good. So I've just got to either dance backstage, breathe. I always do meditations. Actually, that's something that Gina and I do together before we go on stage together we lay out the back and turn the lights off and actually Gina does incredible guided meditations that she talks us through it and uh, all of those things so yeah I think finding those things that make it a little bit easier and making sure that you know they are a constant part of of your life and your preparation I think that's really really helped me. It is and incredibly brave as well uh, to you know embrace that part of yourself and work out how you can um, overcome that so hats off to you. Now, what is next for Max Jackson? Uh, The world's opening back up again. So, uh, yeah, we're not all in our lounge rooms. We do have to get out there. Uh, I think we were talking before we went on air about, uh, you know, uh, rediscovering the amount of pants that we have in our wardrobe. (laughs) And... Oh, don't you worry. I have an entire drawer of stage clothes that have not been touched for a long time. And I'm like, oh, I have to go into that drawer now and actually open things up and find new outfits to wear, (laughs) which is exciting. But we were also discussing the anxiety around getting back out into the world. But I guess, you know, like we said, if we lean into the things that make us uncomfortable and and just get out there and and share the music and share the creativity. I think it's going to make a lot of 
people happy. So I think the next thing for me, actually right after we chat today, I'm jumping on with my producer to sing him a bunch of new songs that I wrote throughout lockdown. Fantastic. And excited to get back in the studio and heading to Tamworth in January for the festival, which is very exciting. And I'm also working on actually creating an online course at the moment. So I'm going to be announcing that really soon. So yeah, I've just been tap, tap, tapping away on my laptop, writing a bunch of stuff and getting ready to launch some exciting things. Excellent. Well, don't forget to give us a holler when that launches and we can uh, certainly let everybody know about that. If you wanted to keep an eye on where Max might be popping up, you can visit her website, which is maxjackson.com.au. I thank you so much for sharing your story today on Woman Crush Wednesday on The Juice Max. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you so much, Louise, and thank you for the incredible work you're doing for women. Thank you, my friend. All right, that was Max Jackson. You're listening to Woman Crush Wednesdays on The Juice.